I'm Dennis Astopasi of Business Mirror and this is the Broader Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to another episode of the Broader Look Podcast. Today's podcast features a story from the Philippines Graphic Magazine, the sister publication of the Business Mirror. Today's episode is based on the story by Anne Ruth de la Cruz on Dilin Jean Mamunjong, Chief of the Local Water Utilities Administration or DUA. Let's get on with the story. The year was 1975. The entire country was still under martial law and Giling Mamunjong just passed the bar exams. Instead of joining big-time law firms, Mamunjong applied for a position at the Labor Department. He then transferred to the Department of Agrarian Reform where he first worked as a legal officer and then subsequently as hearing officer. After his stint at the Department of Agrarian Reform, Mamunjong took a break from government in 1980 when he ran and won as a member of the Lanao del Sur Provincial Board. After the EDSA People Power Revolution in 1986, Mamunjong joined the group of Raul Manglapus, the National Union of Christian Democrats United Muslim Democrats of the Philippines, which eventually became Lakas NUCD-UMDP when retired General Fidel Ramos ran for president. This was the same political party that Gloria Macapagal Arroyo ran under as vice president and eventually as president. It was during the term of President Ramos that Mamunjong started to assume more significant roles in government. He became a director of the Philippine National Oil Company Energy Development Corporation or PNOCEDC. According to Mamunjong, he was one of the board members who initiated a nationwide exploration for oil so that the Philippines would not be too dependent on foreign countries for fuel requirements. Mamunjong said it was his idea as he knows for a fact that there are oil deposits in the Philippines and the government really needs to tap this resource. Mamunjong was then transferred to the then Department of Transportation and Communication or DOTC where he served as undersecretary for the municipal telephone project. At that time, there were no cell phones so government had to find ways to connect the barangays to the regional and national government. The idea then was to set up a barangay telecenter which would provide internet services to the barangay, Mamunjong said. Probably seeing that he was contributing a great deal at the DOTC, Mamunjong stayed on at the agency but was appointed undersecretary of railways when Makapagal Arroyo was elected president. He recalled the railway's office was created simultaneously with the Mindanao Railway Office. The vision then, according to Mamunjong, was to create a national railway system. When Mamunjong supported the election of President Rodrigo Duterte, he was assigned as Director General of the Technical Education and Skills Development Authority or TESDA. He said he was happy to report he was able to extend skills training opportunities to many Filipinos and assist a number of training centers. Mamunjong left government in order to run for governor of Lanao del Sur in the 2019 elections, but lost. President Duterte gave Mamunjong the biggest challenge in the latter's career. The president tapped Mamunjong to head the local water utilities administration or LUA due to the untimely death of Jesse Lapus, the former administrator. Lapus, a former Talak representative, assumed the LUA post in 2017 
until he passed away in July 2021. Welcome back to the Brotherlook Podcast. Today's episode is based on the story published in the Philippines Graphic Magazine by Anne Ruth de la Cruz on Giling Mamunjong, Chief of the Local Water Utilities Administration. The Local Water Utilities Administration, or LUA, was created through Presidential Decree 198, also known as the Provincial Water Utilities Act of 1973, which was signed into law on May 25, 1973. The Local Water Utilities Administration is a government-owned and controlled corporation with a specialized lending function mandated by law to promote and oversee the development of water supply and sanitation systems in provincial cities and municipalities outside Metro Manila. The Provincial Water Utilities Act of 1973 authorizes DARLUA to service local water districts through financial, technical, institutional development, and regulatory services. Its vision is to have adequate and sustainable safe water and sanitation services with government-guaranteed funds in the countryside by 2030 through self-reliant local water districts. According to Mamunjong, the mandate of the Local Water Utilities Administration is to provide safe, clean, and affordable water. He said the agency can only do that if there are water districts in all local government units. Unfortunately, he said, the LUA is turning 49 years old this year and it has only able to organize about 800 water districts. Out of the 800, only 532 are operational, according to Mamunjong. Mamunjong added that while there are a total of 42,000 barangays all over the country, many rural barangays were not included in the formation of water districts. Mamunjong said this task should be completed by the year 2030. Since he started at the Local Water Utilities Administration, it has been one challenge after another. Another mandate of the Local Water Utilities Administration is to establish wastewater disposal systems or what is called sewage treatment plants or STP. While the Local Water Utilities Administration has been active in its attempt to increase the number of water districts, the same cannot be said about sewage treatment plants. Mumunjong said the LUA has been focusing on creating water districts, not on sanitation. He said he kept on telling the team that the local water utilities administration should be creating water districts together with sewage treatment plants. He added that the national government is not extending much help to the agency. Mumunjong pointed out that the local water utilities administration should not be considered as a GOCC but as an agency that offers service to the Filipino people. He added that the LUA depends on the interest rates of the loans extended to water districts for the salaries of LUA personnel. According to Mamunjong, the LUA is in a very difficult situation and yet it has a very big mandate to fulfill. None of its employees receive any salary from the national government. It is dependent on the loans that it receives from institutions like the Asian Development Bank and other lenders. The LUA makes money through the interest of these loans and this is what it uses to pay their salaries, Momonjong explained. Welcome back to the Brotherlook Podcast. Today's episode is based on the story published in the Philippines Graphic Magazine by Anne Ruth de la Cruz on Giling Momonjong, Chief of the Local Water Utilities Administration. Presidential Decree 198 states that LUA is a special lending institution. 
According to Mamanjong, this was the reason Prospero Pichai, Lua chairman from September 2008 to 2011, oversaw the acquisition by the Lua of 60% of the shares of Thrift Bank Express Savings Bank Incorporated for 80 million pesos. The Lua also deposited 300 million pesos and made an advance payment of 400 million pesos to subscribe to the increase in the bank's authorized capital stock. However, some Lua employees questioned the transaction, accusing Pichai and his fellow Lua officers of violating the General Appropriations Act for fiscal year 2009, which prohibited government funds from being invested in private banking institutions like Express Savings Bank Incorporated. Pichai was also accused of not securing prior approval from the Monetary Board of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas before acquiring more than 20% ownership of a bank, according to Mamanjong. The employees also argued that Express Savings Bank Incorporated was under BSP rehabilitation and 480 million pesos of Lua's investment was neither protected by government securities nor by certificate of stocks by Express Savings Bank Incorporated. The ombudsman found Pichai and fellow Lua officers guilty of grave misconduct and ordered their perpetual disqualification from service, Umanjong said. The Court of Appeals as well as the Supreme Court sided with the ombudsman's ruling. Umanjong said the bank was eventually foreclosed but the Lua still has money in that institution. He said they are trying to see if Lua can still recover its investments in the bank. According to Mamanjong, there really was no need for Lua to acquire a bank. It could have just borrowed money from the Land Bank or Development Bank of the Philippines and other private banks. According to Mamanjong, the Lua is currently negotiating with lending institutions to fund water development and expansion projects in the countryside. He said the goal is to get funding other than what the national government can provide, which is not enough to decongest the huge backlog of water projects in the provinces. Monjong said the agency has been soliciting funds from both private and public institutions, local and foreign. Monjong said the Lua is appealing to other like-minded groups and individuals to join the agency in assisting water-deprived areas across the country. He said they are open for more needed funds from other sources who are willing to lend a hand in nation building. Welcome back to the Broderlook Podcast. Today's episode is based on the story published in the Philippines Graphic Magazine by Anne Ruth de la Cruz on Giling Mamunjong, Chief of the Local Water Utilities Administration. Aside from water expansion projects, Mamunjong said the Local Water Utilities Administration has also been looking for new funding to finance sanitation development to go hand-in-hand with water development. Mumanjong explained that water may be crucial to life, but so is sanitation, which is vital to good health. He added that waterborne diseases like diarrhea and typhoid fever pose a threat, especially to children. He added that as mandated by the Supreme Court's 2008 mandamus, water districts surrounding Manila Bay will ramp up cleanup efforts with the assistance of local government units. Mumanjong said the funding infusion would be used for all water districts in need with with the local water utilities administration providing the technical and managerial assistance to oversee successful operation. Mamunjong said their goal is to double or even triple the number of water districts and beneficiaries. When he assumed the local water utilities administration top post, 
Umanjong's other marching orders from Duterte were to look into the water district projects in Marawi, Zamboanga City, the super-typhoon Yolanda hit areas, and the areas hit by Typhoon Odette. Momonjong cited the project in Marawi that has neither been awarded nor started for five years. That's why he said people at the local water utilities administration are corrupt. Corruption, he said, is not just stealing money. When a project is unreasonably delayed, that is another form of corruption, Momonjong said. According to him, the local water utilities administration also learned a great deal from what happened after Typhoon Odette hit the country last December 2021. Aside from ensuring water supply and sanitation in the countryside, the Lua is now crafting programs to quickly come to the aid of calamity victims as well as to prepare and protect them when such a situation arises. Omonjong said they are finding ways to purchase mobile equipment plants and water bladders which can immediately provide drinking water once pipelines are damaged or destroyed. Momonjong said government must learn from the lessons of Typhoon Odette and must prepare for future disasters to prevent casualties and suffering. Other projects that have been delayed include the sanitation projects in Bulacan, Bataan, Cavite, and Laguna. None of these, according to Momonjong, have progressed so far. Momonjong said that local water utilities administration is undermanned. Out of the 800 personnel approved for Lua, it was reduced to 400 because of rationalization, Momonjong explained. However, out of the 400 positions, only about 200 positions have been filled. Its efficiency is affected because of this, but the Lua should have reached out and asked for help, Momonjong said. Welcome back to the Broader Look Podcast. Today's episode is based on the story published in the Philippines Graphic Magazine by Anne Ruth de la Cruz on Giling Mamunjong, Chief of the Local Water Utilities Administration. In addition to being undermanned, Mamunjong said another excuse that was given for the delay in the implementation of these projects is the COVID-19 pandemic. According to Eileen de la Vega, Lua Acting Deputy Administrator for Institutional Development Service, like all government agencies, the Lua was also affected by the pandemic. According to Eileen de la Vega, Lua Acting Deputy Administrator for Institutional Development Service, the Lua, like all government agencies, was also affected by the pandemic. De la Vega said they implemented a hybrid work arrangement where some had to work from home and some had to come at the Lua headquarters as employees cannot bring home all the information they need. De La Vega added there was even a time when the agency had to go on lockdown for a week because of the cases brought about by the COVID-19 Delta variant. De La Vega said the local water utilities administration was greatly affected by the Delta variant because they were sending employees to the hospital every two days. One of their employees even died of the ailment, she said. De La Vega said they initially experienced difficulty coordinating with the over 500 water districts over the country. Thanks to the internet, the local water utilities administration was able to keep in touch with the water districts. De La Vega said they learned to cope, although it was very challenging. She said they came up with a system so that the agency would be able to reach out to the water districts who had insufficient internet services.
Welcome back to the Brotherlook Podcast. Today's episode is based on the story published in the Philippines Graphic Magazine by Anne Ruth de la Cruz on Giling Mamunjong, Chief of the Local Water Utilities Administration. Mamunjong hopes to create more water districts with the help of the Department of Interior and Local Government. He also hopes to start the rural barangay system and then do water quality testing. According to Mamunjong, he has asked for a 15 billion revolving fund for loan assistance. He added they are talking with the Development Bank of the Philippines to make 40 million pesos available for the development of water districts. Mamunjong said the amount would help the local water utilities administration achieve 1,500 water districts by the year 2030. There are also plans to acquire mobile water treatment facilities which should be strategically located all over the country so that they can respond to areas in need. These should be placed in Davao, Cagayan de Oro, Tacloban, Lucena, La Union, and Metro Manila. If he had his way, Mumanjong said he would also push for the donation of the land on which the Luwa building stands. This would save them 20 million pesos a year in rental fees and would help improve their efficiency. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brotherlook Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.